like what you and I are into and what we're about to talk about, mm-hmm. it might not be for everybody. Like, right, trying I mean, to kill big deer. We're talking about hunting big mature whitetails. Yep. If you don't like it, sorry. Perfect. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Painted Arrow Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about bow hunting turkeys. And uh, just really quick before we get into the meat of this, um, something that I want to talk about very briefly in the beginning here is Devin and I are deciding to both shoot a new release this year. Yeah. And it's, it's like... I think this is a topic. So the first half of this is going to be we're going to talk about releases for bow hunting, and then the second half is going to be like a challenge to listeners slash talk about turkey hunting. Yeah, um, that's how we're going to end it. So if you're wanting to know the cliff notes, that this is this is what we're about to talk about. So basically, I have shot, and correct me if I'm, I'm going to speak for both of us, but you yeah. and I have both shot what lots of people call like a wrist or a index style release. Yep, wrist strap. So basically all that is is like when you shoot a compound bow, I mean, I guess you could. Some people do like the, they finger it, right? <laughs> that didn't sound right. Yeah, well. They they grab, they'll put their fingers on the bow string and they'll pull it back and shoot it like they would a traditional bow. There's a very small group of people that do that. I don't know anybody. I do. Really? Guy goes to my church, yeah. Don't ask me why. Compound bow. Yeah. God bless him. I know. A very small group of people. The most common style, other, like the most common style would be like an index release, which is your pointer finger, right? Yeah. There's multiple different ways you can strap it on your wrist, but like most of them are buckle, like kind of like a belt would fasten on your waist, but you wrap it around your your wrist mm-hmm. and then you clip onto the D loop. You pull, You pull back, you draw. And then you're taking your pointer finger and you're hitting the trigger. That's yeah. an index dial release. So we are then going to this year what you call a button or a thumb release. Yeah. Um, I mean, the broader, like it's a handheld release, which is like a category. And then within handheld releases, you've got like, a hinge or a back tension release or a button and yeah what we went with is a handheld release but it's a it's a button style it's a thumb button we went with the uh the uv button the uv button by ultraview yep um and we're not going to go too deep into the weeds about it but like i I guess i just wanted to talk about like i didn't realize there was going to be such a large learning curve slash adjustment for your bow yeah it's just a huge decision it really is and so i i just feel like i haven't heard a lot of people talk about like the commitment that is going to require like switching quite quite literally so if you think about it so go back to the the wrist strap index style release right yeah you're gonna you're gonna draw back and you're gonna use your finger your pointer finger and you're gonna release so if you picture where you, you can obviously adjust it but if you picture where the d loop and that that clamp is actually at in your full draw. So let's say it's like equal to where your nose is, mm-hmm. right? Because it's not going to be like in your palm. It's going to be out in front of your finger, like slightly below your index finger. Yeah. If you're going to a handheld, it's much deeper 
So you actually need to lengthen your draw of your bow to to shoot it properly. Because mm-hmm. you're, you're drawn way back, and you're almost putting your knuckles on a handheld, like at the back of your jaw, and your nose is still kind of like on the bowstring. And to properly... So you, all this to be said, you, you're lengthening your draw. You have to actually adjust your draw length on your bow. So that's one thing I had no idea about. I don't know if you... I... I, I knew it would impact the the draw length at some level, but I didn't realize the severity of it. Mm-hmm. And then, um, like, it's 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 like you have to completely commit to it because it's going to take lots of reps to well, really like perfect as a, it. As a bow hunter, like, the way you get good at being a bow hunter or an, or an archer is you shoot a lot and it's muscle memory. So if you've done that and then you're changing something that's so critical to your entire, like, your draw cycle and your anchor point, like your whole, your whole like scheme. Like when you draw your bow back and you shoot it, it should feel like the same thing every time. Like you have a consistent anchor point. You have like a, a cycle that you go through to, That's right. to let a shot go. And so when you change something as like a, you change something as critical as a, the release and the style of release that you're using, it changes everything. Mm-hmm. So then you're kind of back to, I mean, you're back to square one. You learn how to shoot a bow again. Quite literally, yeah. And I'm not regretting it by any means because I think a common, somebody listening to this might be like, well, why are you doing it? Yeah. Well, I really believe, I truly believe that your precision can become much higher with this handheld thumb button kind of release versus like an index release. And I don't know if there's like science to back that up or, but it just, it makes sense too. Like you're not, you're not able to like punch it like as easily. You know what I'm saying? It's like more of like a surprise thing. Like if you do the correct form and the way that I was told from our local bow shop, like you need to like, it's hard to explain over a podcast, but like you're almost like when you, when you go around and you put your thumb around that button, you're, you're using your index finger to kind of like, use your you point your index finger and that causes your hand to to do a specific thing and when you do it it should almost surprise you when that comes off yeah but but yeah like it's if you're shooting a handheld release like a button release properly um you're not just punching a trigger yeah which is what causes bad shots typically yeah and then on the on the same train of thought like you have to actually move your peep side as well in yeah. a big way and you're re- you're basically reciting in so i got a new bow i got this new matthews phase four which i'm so far very impressed with yeah everything but the price tag i'm impressed with <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so i'm, I'm kind of learning how to shoot again and it's very it's just interesting different and this parlays into the turkey hunting side of things because Turkey season is like started in some states and is about yeah. to start in our state. So, um, so we're going to kind of challenge the, the listeners. Is that yeah. what I understand it here? Well, yeah. I just think the way you and I, you and I have tried to kill turkeys over the last couple years here, it's just it's a completely different style than what I would consider typical for a turkey hunter. Tell me more. Um, my first time turkey hunting and most of the people I know that turkey hunt are either hunting out of a blind, uh, but 
most typically they're hunting with a shotgun. And the way you and I have done it, it's been run a gr- running gun, running around the property with a bow in our hand, no blind, got a couple decoys, and we're basically brushing in and up against trees and that kind of thing and just trying to have a really close, intimate encounter mm-hmm. and shoot them. I mean, la- the one you killed last year was seven yards. And the only way we got away with drawing and actually, like, for you to get drawn on him was, like, they can't, like, we set up the decoys very specifically relative to the trail they would come in on. And they almost, like, walked past us in the brush away from us towards these decoys. And when when they fanned up, it, like, completely blinded them from us behind them. And that's how you got away with the draw. But, like, it's that tactical. And um, it's just a whole new, whole new challenge um, for me anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so I've killed I've killed two turkeys that way. Yeah. Um just lit- like you said, you just no you got camo on obviously, but there's no blind, there's no like cover in front of you. You're literally yeah. just brushing in like you said, like throwing yourself up against a tree or you know, break up your a silhouette thicket or yeah. and you're just setting up in an area and like like the first time that I killed the turkey this way, I was jacked. And yeah. it's 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 like a different. I don't even know how to describe it, but I was so jacked because the the turkey, the long breed that I was trying to kill, he was like walking all around me, like he committed to the decoys and it put on a show. And these, I mean, the turkey was right in front of me. Yeah. But I couldn't kill it because it was like he's sitting there pecking on the the hen, or I'm sorry, the Jake, right in front of this hen decoy that we had. And it was like if, if I move at all. It's done. It's just like 12 yards or less. And like, and so this turkey like left the area and I'm not calling either. Right. I I called him in, but after he's like in 12 yards, like you're not going to call. Right. Cause it's like, that don't make no sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so he, he came in and he, I remember he like wrapped around behind me and I I was like, I was like, God, I I need to try and shoot him, you know? Like, but I'm like, he's going to see me. Yeah. He ended up actually coming back like 10 minutes later, came back in to this, this decoy set and same thing, he just turned his head. Like, these turkeys obviously have eyes on the side of their, their head. So, like, a quick, like, 45-degree angle turn, like, their head, they can see all the way behind them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, a 45-degree move to their head, like, they can see 360 in seconds, and they have great visibility. So, I it was the same thing as the, the seven-yard turkey that you're talking about from last year, but he just, he was looking the other way for, like, a couple seconds and kind of, like, got in the way of his own tail fan and draw back. And it's like it's really yeah. it's really interesting how that it's works crazy. out. Got both of them on film yeah. with a Mag Pro. It's wild. And uh, I'll see if we can do a three a three peat. But yeah, I, I haven't killed one that way. I mean, I've been with you when you did, and uh, but that's a whole new style for me. So I'm excited for this year. So tell the people what the challenge is. So the challenge is if you own a Mag Pro or you don't, and you want to get one, and you want to go out and chase turkeys running gun style with your with your bow and filming on a mag pro if you shoot one running gun style on the ground with a with with your mag pro running and you send us the footage we're going to send you a free hat yeah absolutely we will absolutely send you a free hat like and i'm talking hot off the presses like these aren't on the website yet we just kind of started working with a new hat supplier completely redesigned our whole you know we're still building out our, our merch, honestly, and, and these hats your, your are selection. slick, Willie. You get to pick out of five or six hats. Yeah. Different styles, different logos, it's a patch different colors. Hat. It's a p- trucker cap patch hat. You, you'll like it. And if you don't, you ought to. 
honestly, like, I mean, I, I have never heard of or seen on film other people, like, shooting turkeys that way. Yeah, I don't see a lot of it. I mean, I do see people hunting them running gun style with a shotgun just sitting up against a tree. But not with but, a bow. But not with a bow just because when they get that close, how are you going to draw? Mm-hmm. And it's like most times you're going to get busted. Like it's super, like very, very. I will say though, so like last year when we were testing the Mag Pro X for the crossbow, mm-hmm. before we even had those on the website, I was using, we only get one one turkey in Michigan. Yeah. That's not true actually. That, that's changed. But in the spring you get to shoot one long beard. Yeah. That is the truth. You can shoot more in the fall, but um, I was using my dad's tag by saying, Dad, we need some footage. We need to see, you know, I don't want to let another hunting season go by and not get any footage. I'm like, Dad, come out to the farm. We'll we'll rig you up with a mag pro on the crossbow, and we'll we'll try and shoot one. I'll call one in for you. All you got to do is pull the trigger. Yeah, because you, know you had already gotten yours. So he came out, and you're like, hey, I need to, I need exactly. you to, I need you to use your tag with this crossbow and, and kill me a turkey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we called one in, Epic Hunt. Called him in from across the way. It was unbelievable how this bird came in, and um, we were just sitting up against a tree. Yeah, same that's thing. So cool. And the bird came in, and my dad had a great shot, but he just missed. Yeah, and that happens. You know what I'm saying? Swing and a miss. You know, it's like that style. It's so creative and difficult that, like for me, like you just accept the challenge that it is. And if you get busted and you don't get one, like ah, let's go do it again. Yeah, it's really like fun. it's just. Whereas, like, with deer hunting, like, if you blow an opportunity in a big buck, like, it'll tear me up for a week. Yeah. It's a little bit and less of an impact. think yourself to death. Like, for me, I take turkey hunting a little more lighthearted. And just because, I don't know why, but it's just, like, they're just dumb turkeys. Like, and honestly, maybe that's the way I should approach deer hunting. But I don't. And so, like, with turkeys, it's just, like, I'm going to go hunt them this way. And if I get busted and it doesn't happen, like, ah, bummer. Let's go do it again. Yeah, like I really, am, I need the the turkey hunting this spring bad. Like for me personally, yeah. right now, I just need to like kind of reset and go spend some time in the woods with you or whoever, and just get it back. It kind of seems like it always lands, like it always pops up right when you need it. Coming out of a cold, dark winter, you haven't been outside, haven't seen the sun in months. Just got to reset. Like life starts catching up with you, and you're just like, I need to just go outside and watch the world come alive listen to the birds and mm. just freezing waiting for the sun to come up yeah <laughs> but you yeah, know what i like, can't wait for that i feel like most people don't have that experience though like but you should just go no i guess i was talking specifically about the freezing your butt off and oh is that just a michigan thing i think it's a michigan thing yeah because our spring you know this is a whole other rabbit hole we're not going to go down it but like i feel like m- winners in michigan are like fading back by a year. Like when I was a kid, early winter, it seemed like we always had all this snow and it was awesome. All of our snow, the last handful of winters, has been coming like half, yeah. February, March. And it's like November and December and January are just cold. But like we're not getting the snow really. We had a really warm February and a really cold March. Yeah. It almost like flipped those two months. Weird. So like anyway... That leads us into a turkey season where, like, usually, like two two years ago when I killed a turkey, there was snow on the ground that morning. Yeah, I, I remember that. I was there. I did the same thing. Wild. A lot of snow on the ground. Yeah. I got a picture of it with, like, yeah, I'm like five inches. Walking through the woods with a turkey over my shoulder and walking through snow. It was weird. Anyway, um, so so typically, like, even if spring's 
basically here and weather's starting to get good, it's still freezing in the mornings before that sun comes up. Yeah. And we're just running around in the woods like knuckleheads, not like sitting in a blind or anything. So, so guys, it's really simple. If you shoot one on the ground with no, with no, not a blind, no blind, no structure, just good old mother nature and I'm getting on film with the, the mag pro, you're getting a free hat. You're getting a free hat. And we want to see it. We'll probably highlight it on the, the we dang website and everything. It'll, it'll be posted. It us, so. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it. We're so keeping this one. We're keeping this episode short and sweet. Um, please reach out to us, guys, if you guys want to um, get connected with us. Get connected. Have any questions on anything? You can do that by going to our website, paintedarrowoutdoors.com. Click the contact tab, or you can just message us on social media, and we're usually pretty good about getting back to people. So yeah, that's it. That's it. Have a great week, guys. God bless you. See you. Perfect. Ya.